0: Okay. All right, we have MCHD District 1, Chief Curry and her team, and what we'd like to know from you all is what what do you want to tell the world um, to make it a better place, to make operations smoother for everybody?
1: Okay, uh, so first of all, I, I think we'll start out with just kind of who we are and our tenure here. Uh, So I'm Chief Curry. Uh, I've worked at MCHD for um, 25 years. Um, So I've kind of seen a range of all sorts of things. Um, And then we'll let Kelsey introduce herself.
2: So I'm Kelsey Adams. I've been here for five years. I'm an in-charge paramedic, so I am assigned a unit and I am in charge of that unit.
3: And I'm Evelyn Martinez. I am an attendant paramedic for MCHD, been here a little bit less than four years, and I basically am still in the learning phase.
1: So I think we all have a little bit to offer uh, as far as experience, um, you know, all of our experiences have been a a little bit different um, based on our tenure. Um, our roles are, are different um, and so we kind of all have a little bit of different ideas of how things should should go so I think Kelsey Kelsey has a lot to offer to this group um, she's engaged she's uh, she's engaged in lots of things and and one of her most recent uh, engagements is uh, on the EMS committee which which kind of is the voice uh, of the field staff um, to the board and to the leaders um, mm-hmm. And so she's really she's really on board with trying to um, bridge the gap between the field, the board members, which which help make decisions for the service.
2: Yeah, and for that I would say, um, for the members of Montgomery County Hospital District, the people who reside here, if you're interested in knowing where your taxpayer money is going, uh, I would. Encourage you to go to the website, listen to the board meetings, so you can see and actually listen to what we're doing and where your money is going. Field employees can bring that information to them, just so we're all kind of on the same page a little better. We also are the voices for the field crews or that we work with. So our big focus right now is we want mental wellness, we want morale. It's a great MCHD is. I take a lot of pride working here. I'm proud to be a part of this service, and I am so happy for the opportunity that I get to be on in this position to speak for the people I work with. Um, right now one of the big things we're working on is trying to kind of look around other services, see the kind of schedules that they're doing, and try to take bits and pieces of those and then see if we can implement it here just so we can give the crews the best chance they have to succeed on the objectives we've been tasked with. Um, It's a real fun group. It's really cool to hear everyone's input, and I'm really proud to be a part of it.
0: And I think the county's growing. Isn't that true?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. The county is growing faster than we can keep up. Um, I mean, that's one of the things. MCHDs, we're big. We're a big service. Um, We do lots of big things. Um, but we have to move forward. We have to have forward motion, um, and I think that's kind of where we are. In what what Kelsey's kind of hitting on uh, that, that that this group is kind of focusing on right now is how do we have forward movement with good morale um, and rested crews? And so that's that's their big goal right now is to try to find a middle ground for that. Mm-hmm. On a business aspect, it, it's costly, mm-hmm. um, but also. It's kind of the risk versus reward, right? We, we have to sometimes take a risk um, to make things better. Um, I think, like Kelsey said, this is a great place, right? I've been here for 25 years, and I didn't stay f- because it was a terrible place to be. Um, you know, the, these two ladies, you know, they, they're great employees. And so for me, I want to do whatever needs to be done to keep them here, you know, because when I leave, I need Kelsey to take my place. And when Kelsey takes my place we need evelyn to take her place and that's kind of how we need it to evolve and uh if if our crews are worn out um they they lose a lot of the 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 drive um just because they're exhausted um so i think that's kind of where where this group is is right now is how do we keep our people healthy uh, whether that's physical health, which, which which all of that ties into mental health, which is mm-hmm. you know part of like it's been it's been very enlightening today having you um, and and being able to talk to you about about those things because sometimes that kind of gets pushed to the to the back burner, uh, especially for us like for EMS yeah, yeah. you know we we take care of everyone, so who takes care of us right and so that's what we kind of have to focus on, um, and those are some ways that improves our, our mental health is is rest, you know, and how do we do that and still run a business, right? Because we still, we have a job to take care of the county, to take care of our people, our citizens.
2: Because I, I think like most times when people talk about uh, mental health relating to EMS, fire department, law enforcement, military, whatever it may be, they're looking at it from a standpoint of um, post-traumatic stress disorder um, or how we cope with the things we see. And that, that, all those things are very necessary, but we also need to look at it from a standpoint of work-life balance, their engagement while they're here. Do they feel like they have time to decompress when they are away from work? Those things are just as much mental health as the post-traumatic stress disorders or the bad situations that you see. And I think it's, it's overlooked and kind of overshadowed by the traumatic stuff.
0: Now, one thing I've noticed and taken along today is there's a lot of calls that come in over which you have zero control that if, if the pub- public was doing a better job of prioritizing, it wouldn't be filling up your day with distractions. So is there some priorities you could like to share with us about maybe if, if callers or if citizens... Have some concerns or problems in the family? Maybe some alternate people they could alternate resources they could call on, or plan ahead for like mm-hmm. have a bottle of ibuprofen in the house, right, for child's right. fever, things like that. You guys like to comment generally? Um,
3: unfortunately, when when you feel you have an emergency, we will obviously still show up. Um, Our part of our job, yes, is showing up during an emergency, but it's also part of when something as minor as having ibuprofen in the house. Part of our job is educating the parents as well. So, this first time, yes, we might go ahead and just go ahead and take the child. Let's go ahead and give them ibuprofen on the way to the hospital. But maybe for the next time while we're transporting, we'll let them know if you do A and B, it will help you here. And then we can. Hopefully, stop that call in the future, and save it for a more emergent occasion. I guess
1: so, like more some education. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, a lot of our our job is education, right? Because um, some people just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So, um, part of our job is is to do that um, with the public. And like Evelyn is saying, um, sometimes they they don't understand, or or they don't have the resources, right? Um, so we have lots of avenues for resources um, for for those people. They just need to know how to get them, and they don't know. So they call us. You know, some people call us because they don't know what to do. Some people call us because they think it's the easiest thing to do, the most convenient, right? Mm-hmm. They use it as convenience. I'm going to get into the hospital. I'm going to see a doctor faster. I'm going to, you know. So let's just call the ambulance. Oh, um, yeah.
2: I said. Should- so, there's kind of a, a thought process that a lot of citizens have, or people who call 911, that if they call an ambulance, it means that they are going straight to a room when they arrive at the hospital, which the hospitals go by a triage system based on acuity. So, when we arrive at the hospital, and it's nothing against, it's nothing personal if you are taken to the lobby, and it's nothing that we did to to put you in the lobby So I see a lot of times patients will get frustrated with us about, like, well, why am I going to the lobby? And they they think that we didn't have their backs, which at most times it's out of our control. It's a triage system, and there might be 10 people in front of you that are ranked higher on the acuity scale of life threats than your current complaint. So it doesn't matter The, the mode in which you get to the ER. It's based on acuity.
1: Yeah. I think I think too some of what some of what needs to be kind of put out there is that not all of these things need need an emergency room, no matter how you get there, whether you go in the ambulance or whether you go in the car. Um and, and that's kind of what Evelyn was saying, you know, you call because your child has fever. Maybe you don't have ibuprofen or maybe you just were scared, right? You're a first time parent and you're scared. So we we want we are always going to take care of the patient, no matter what the complaint is, right? Minor or not, because for whatever reason, they felt like they needed us, and so we're going to take care of them. But like I said, part of our job is education. So in the future, what we're going to we're going to educate them on ways and avenues, other things like you need to have ibuprofen, you alternate it, um, you know, on a healthy child, right? That's that's a normal thing. Sometimes fever. Um, do they have a pediatrician? If they don't, we give them avenues. Like I was t- telling you earlier, we have community paramedic program, um, a wonderful program very resourceful, um, and and we, you know, the crews can say, hey, we have this program, we give you the information, and they help them with those resources because, like I said, some people just don't have, maybe they don't have a car. Maybe they don't have the money. Maybe they don't know how to get on Medicaid or some of the elderly patients don't know how to get supplemental insurance so they can only pay for three of their six medications they need. So they're chronically ill and they chronically call the ambulance. Our community paramedic program is designed to kind of help curb that a little bit by giving them those resources. Um, so, so like I said, we're happy to have you today. We're hoping to kind of get some new resources for mental health because mm-hmm. um, that's a, that's a touchy thing anyway. It's a hard thing because because in EMS we're kind of like we're there for a mission, right? Um, but we only have a few, a little bit of time with those people, and and mental health is something that takes more than a few minutes. You know, that's a, that's a process. That's work. Um so so having those avenues uh for those patients is wonderful. Um and the same just t- tying in we want we need our people to be mentally ready and healthy. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's kind of what 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 I think is important right now for us is is how do we stay healthy to to be able to take care and treat everyone else, right? I yeah. kind of think that's that's kind of what we want people to know. Mm -hmm.
0: And and as as a parent, I would say that the emergency, the E stands for emergency. So you call them just when there's an (laughs) emergency, okay? If I got a doctor's appointment (laughs) scheduled for tomorrow, but I'm freaking out tonight because... And I call them, and i and I take, I, I bog down the system with my request for my child has a fever, and I, I whether I have a bottle of ibuprofen or Tylenol or whatever it is, it, I'm, I'm really kind of abusing the system, which is the opposite of what I would want to do, right? So we save the EMS, the 911, and they have an amazing protocol of, and a hierarchy of what call goes where for what kind of reason, and we could talk about that for an hour later on if you guys would like to, the. <laughs> Um, the emergency piece is what I just would like to share as a, as a fellow parent that if it's not an emergency if someone's not bleeding and there's a bone sticking out then just don't bog down the system because there could be higher priorities and we may all think our own emergency is the most important thing but actually that could be not true and so if I'm keeping them the professionals from helping someone from helping you because your kid's in more trouble than my kid then did I make a good choice? And then, um, am, am I really helping the system? So I just would say that, and I know it sounds silly as a parent, but the E is for an emergency. It's not just because I'm lonely or because I'm scared. I can still call and talk to the dispatcher, and they'll walk me through stuff. But I should tell them the truth that if it's just a, if I say it's a mental health emergency, and they send out three cars and four fire engines and 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 all of that, but it's I've kind of fibbed just because I was scared then I've done a bad thing as a citizen, so I just would say truth, truth in what you what you need, and let them help you filter out when and who
1: mm-hmm.
0: so toward the education, there's one more piece that I've learned today, which we've've we've done we've experimented i mean I, I've learned several i've been, i've experienced it several times, and I just love it it's called a disregard, okay. <laughs> I never knew what it was and so she I just I mess. just wanted to share you all <laughs> Uh, your, your version of, there's this classic story that I've heard, you know, more than once, and I'll leave it up to you if you want to tell the whole story. I think that you should, personally. But, so if citizens see, all of a sudden, you doing something different. So we already learned from Chief King, get out of the left lane, right? So we get out of the left lane, let them do their stuff, and then all of a sudden it just disappears. Where did all the sirens go? And now they're just driving like a regular person. What happened? So there's a, there's a reason for every single thing that they do. So share what did, would you would you just kind of give us a story? Of what is this disregard?
1: So I'm going to start it off, but I'm going to let Evelyn tell the story because it was <laughs> it was actually her um, in this particular story. Uh, so a disregard is you know there, there's lots of things in EMS. Every, it, it changes every minute, right? Every second things happen. Um, so so sometimes we get disregarded to a call for lots of reasons. Sometimes it's because the caller says never mind, I don't need you. Um, sometimes they leave the scene. And they're not there um, other sometimes units o- other units are closer uh, which is which is in fact what happened to Evelyn and I'll let her tell that story um, but but what we want the public to understand is that we're not just driving around with lights and sirens just to move you out of the way to clear the intersection uh, there's there's purpose like like Miss Gail said there's purpose in every move that we make while we're at work so we'll let Evelyn tell her disregard story <laughs> um we actually got
3: dispatched to uh, a call. I don't really remember what it was, but it was emergency traffic. Just turned out there was another unit closer, um, so they disregarded us. So in that sense, we were back in service. I immediately turned off my lights, turned off my sirens, and continued back into normal traffic. Well, in order to turn back around to get to my station, I I know there's, I could cut through a parking lot. That parking lot just happened to be a donut shop and (laughs) (laughs) we go on about our merry day, we everything was fine and later, Chief Curry made it uh, aware to me that actually someone in, a civilian, called our dispatch and wanted to know why my the medic unit that I was on was riding emergency traffic to the donut shop at that moment. <laughs> so no, we weren't trying to get emergency donuts at that point. Don't, um, although sometimes, although sometimes we do need them. That
0: <laughs> could be a good
3: idea. Right? We didn't have to have them at that point, but things happen that are out of our control. Well, we just kind of go with the flow of the county at that point. Um, we don't. Personally, I would rather not go emergency traffic because it can cause more harm than good sometimes, especially during high traffic hours. I don't like pushing cars out of the way, um, especially when they feel like they don't have anywhere to go. Intersections, especially, it can be really dangerous, especially in um, with emergency lights on. So trust me, I'm not trying. None of us are trying to get anywhere um, unless we're actually going to a call or running and an actual emergency to the hospital so if you see us turn off our lights and continue on with regular traffic there was just a change in what we originally had been dispatched to like you said we got disregarded either (laughs) to a different call that is now non-emergency or they just whatever we're not needed
0: So, when I call in on 911, it goes to the dispatch, that, and then it, it, there's a, a three pronged place it may go to, and it has a lot of. Um, there's a new, this really cool new computer system that, uh, that we got to tour today, that I got to see, of, of how it's um, uh, detour. I mean, the, the call is set to the right spot. And you really have no control over when you're called. No. And then you have no control over when you're uncalled. Which is what a disregard is. It's like, never mind, we got somebody else there, or something changed, and we want you to go do something else. And I've also seen you all drive very cautiously through the intersection with your, uh, you may come screaming up to it, and then the lights go off, the sirens go off, and you just proceed with caution through the intersection for all all of those citizen reasons, and then maybe depending on what your situation is you might resume again on the other side Mm -hmm. right so again it goes back to that every single thing whether they go fast whether they go slow whether they question your child is in anything that they've done or do they have methods they have reasons and they may not have time to explain it all to us but they're professionals and it's a honed art It's a honed art of interrogation and getting the information that you need to best serve every citizen that you that you that you you rescue. Agreed. Yeah, that's very well worded.
3: Very. Mm
0: -hmm. It's got nothing to do with getting to the donut shop before you (laughs) take them all. Yeah. (laughs) So, how about another? Since we we went serious and then we mo- went to a moment of levity, is there any any reason for which the citizens should maybe just not call 911? Are there some some situations where they should just wait and check with somebody else the next day?
1: Uh, that's a hard question to answer because um, just just like Evelyn, I think said earlier, you know everyone's emergency is different and, and to them sometimes it is the first you have your first child and something happens or they have a fever or they're vomiting or they they're just kind of lethargic right that's the first time you've ever experienced that now as a parent I'm a parent that can be scary if you've never had that before right for us we're kind of like eh, it's fever you know, even, even like for Evelyn, she doesn't have a kid, but she's not stressed out about that. But for a first-time parent, that can be scary. So we, don't, we, we never want to discourage people from calling. Uh, what we want them to do is use common sense. So what makes sense, right? Um, if it makes sense that your child has a low-grade fever, maybe they're, you think about those things, like maybe they're teething, maybe they're this. Hey, maybe we should get them some ibuprofen. Another avenue is call their pediatrician. The pediatrician's going to say they're they're probably teething, or you know, if the pediatrician advises them to call nine one one, then that's a different scenario, and, and, and then we should always follow your doctor's advice. Um, so that's a hard answer, to, you know, a hard question to answer because uh, we never want to discourage nine one one use. We we just want you to be mindful of like the scenario you you talked about. There are emergencies. That, that are life and death, and if we're tied up on something that is not, right, we may, we're, we're always going to get there, but we may have a, there may be two minutes later, right, that the closest ambulance now is two minutes um, from your child that just fell in the pool, right, or your grandparent that's in cardiac arrest. Um, so if we're over here with something that, that they could have, taking them to the doctor, right? They have doctors, um, a doctor's appointment, those type of things. And now we have a kid that that the family's doing CPR on while they wait an extra two minutes. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. That is life or death, and that changes a lot of people's lives. Um, the, The family, the child, the crew, okay? The crew now has to live through that. That's mental health for the crews, right? Because they—that's a call they'll never forget, right? It sticks with them. They can—they're—they're they're resilient, um, and they are. They're—they're they're good at what they do, right? Our our paramedics are good at what I they do. I would say they're
0: stellar. I
1: mean, I'm so impressed.
0: I couldn't even <laughs> put it in words.
1: But but those things take a toll on them, yes. right? And so to take care of the next patient, we need them to be able to to be mentally well. So we we have to be supportive. Whatever way that is, from the from the people that call 911 to us, right to the dispatcher to the paramedics that show up, we have to support each other to take care of Montgomery County, to take care of each other and our
0: citizens. So, and all the reports that are written, right? All the all the documentation that you all have.
1: That's that's time consuming. Mm-hmm. It's it. That's also, you know, it takes a toll on them because even when the call's over, they have a lot of work to do. Right. They have a lot of work to do. Um, so they don't just get to be like, oh, it's over and, and we're done. You know, there's restocking, there's the report, there's there's lots to do. So to to have a minute to decompress is almost doesn't happen until they actually go home. Um, and they work 24-hour shifts. Most of our crews do. So it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. But they they they're resilient.
0: Well, it's been a phenomenal day. Um, and on behalf of all the citizens that you all serve. Let's, I'm just going to say a great big old fat thank you, to and all of the crews that, that we've got a chance to talk to today, and all the resources to see. Um, we'll be glad to um, continue these. If you all out there listening to this, if you have some burning questions, ping us back. Um, we'll follow up on this in any way that we can. Um, and I, I'm I'm sure impressed. Not that that matters to anybody else, but it does. We but,
1: we appreciate it, you being here. Yeah, sure, yeah.
0: But on behalf of so many citizens, um, it's uh, it's just a wondrous day, you know. Um, and I can see that the variety of situations into which you get, and you have to take care of everything, and you still have even just the last two calls we went on. There was a lot of factors over which you had zero control. But y'all just brought in the teams, and sometimes there's four trucks. There's fire engines that come, depending on the situation. There's police that come, depending on the situation. And the teamwork and the, the interplay and the interaction and the respect and the even the mutual love and respect that you see um, is, I mean, you, that's been built on trust. And I just want to say it's phenomenal to watch. Thank, Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Ms. Gail. Yes. Okay, awesome. okay
0: cheers. cheers. This is over and out for right now. We'll be back to you eventually. Bye.